Welcome to Tips from the Server Room. This podcast is designed for all you systems admins, network specialists, or the guys and gals out there in the office who handles it all. Sit back, relax, grab a beverage, and enjoy Tips from the Server Room. Hey, yes, folks, welcome back once again to Tips from the Server Room. This is episode number 152. Try to get this mic around here a little bit. For December the 18th, 2019. I'm your host, Jack. I'm going to help guiding you uh, through the worlds of systems administration, network administrations, and all fields of IT. Folks, if you have a chance, please check out my website at tipsfromtheserverroom.com where you can comment on these shows. And I hope that you do that. And also, if you want to learn the very best of Windows Server administration, check out my Windows Server course at jtclearning.com. That's jtclearning.com, where you can sign up for the course and begin learning right now. And if you want to check out my writings, I do have a blog that I post to. And as I told you before, I used to write for a local newspaper, but now I write... (laughs) basically just for the blog. I quit writing for the newspaper some years ago, but I wanted to keep my little corner of the world. So it's called jackstechcorner.com. And if you go there, you'll see some current writings. I'm starting to build some Windows tips in there. You can sign up for a premier membership, and it's very inexpensive. And what I'm going to use that for, once we start getting some uh, member in there, we're going to be building member content. And the member content is just going to be that, folks. It's going to be stuff that's going to help you along in everyday life of systems administration. So I think it's a win-win situation. Tonight, I am recording your show. If you watch my videos at 4-2 Technoman on YouTube, that's 4-2 Technoman on YouTube, you'll see that I posted a video tonight of an official unboxing and the official unboxing was of my new, uh, it's called a Focusrite. Focusrite. Actually, I got the box right here. Um, let me see here. Ouch. So I got the box right here. Hopefully this is showing up on the camera. And I should actually bring up my, uh, let me bring up my, uh, let's see here, configuration manager. Bring this over here. And uh, let me see. Now I can see. That. Yeah, there we go. So now you can see that. That's the Scarlet. 2i2 third generation focus right dual input so uh this thing has uh two in and two out it's a usb audio interface and that's what i'm talking to you on right now with my uh my new rode pod mic so i've been talking about this uh recently about putting this into the system here's the back of the box if you want to see that um to do it more justice check out the unboxing video on 42 techno man where this video is tonight this podcast i'm actually doing a video uh, there's not much screen capture to it going on, but I'm going to, uh, you know, at least um, bring it up and uh, let me see what I'm doing here. What am I doing? I captured the wrong screen. No. No, there you go. Okay. So anyway, but yeah, you can see the unboxing of this thing and we're going to check out the audio and see how the audio is with it uh, because I've been using it and on the video of the unboxing, I show you that I have like a really big mixer. I think it's a... Um, it's actually like an eight-channel mixer, um, and I use a DBX two eighty six um, preamp, 
And in playing with this tonight, I may still use the preamp. I think that might be something I do uh, just to get the audio gains up. But you let me know. You be the judge of it. Let me know how the audio is doing with uh, just this interface alone. I'm going directly through this. I'm not going to uh, raise the gain of the audio. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm just going to simply uh, go with it <clears throat> and um, and just run with it. So we will see how the audio does. Just with the Scarlet, I tell you, it's, it's going to take up a lot less room on my desk. And that's what I'm going for. And I hear this device is uh, A1, so I bought one. And this is made possible from your proceeds. Your proceeds makes this possible. And what I mean by that is you coming along and uh, using that Amazon link to make your Christmas purchases. That helps to buy this kind of stuff. So, of course, I had to put some money to it. I'm not becoming a millionaire off the Amazon link. Believe me, that doesn't happen for any podcaster. Um, and I recently was watching, just to give you some more insight here, I was watching some people on YouTube. YouTube, We call ourselves content creators, right? We create this content. We put it on YouTube. And, um, and the, the idea is is YouTube uses an algorithm and they give you a little bit of money for those little ads that pop up on your screen. But it might be like 15 cents for every thousand views. So if you look at uh, 4.2 Technoman, I average about 50 to 100 views. So I get really no money on that. But you got to put up with the ads. So I'm thinking about, and a lot of content creators are going with, um, uh, they're, they're creating a, um, uh, Either PayPal donations, where you can just give a donation, as some of you have, and I really appreciate that. That actually helps me also uh, to bring new equipment into the studio. But they also use um, the other sites, and I, for life of me, it just escapes my mind right now, but you know what I'm talking about, where you go over, and maybe you'll pay for certain content we put up uh, that nobody else gets to see. So, you know, it might be like a subscription type thing, but you don't have to look to commercials uh, because YouTube is really – the algorithms are really crazy, folks, the way they're doing things. So you got to wonder, is it really worth doing that at all and, and bombarding you folks with ads? I hate doing that, right? So think about that a little bit. Uh, the beer tonight is uh, a Michelob Ultra. Uh, very good, very light beer, 90 calories a can. You really can't beat that, huh? 90 calories a can. So there you go. So you can see the studio behind me. If you can see some of this, um, it is, believe it or not, getting cleaned up. Uh, I bought a brand new desk, so I have a new desk to put in the studio. But I got to clean the studio up first. Um, I was thinking of repainting these walls. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get to that or not. But this desk has been with me for, man, a couple different places we lived at. And years of use. So I've had this desk for years. Uh, it's, it's showing its age. And the problem is there's a storage cabinet on the left and there's a drawer on the right. The problem with that is, is it is stuffed full with stuff. I mean, there is stuff in there for from ever ago. Uh, so I have to clean that stuff out and start shredding papers and do a little Watergate on it. If you don't know what Watergate is, maybe you're a little too young for that one. But um, anyway... So tonight's show, I'm going to talk to you just a little bit. Um, I don't have a whole lot lined up tonight because we've been uh, working a lot uh, while well, at work. It's been keeping me very busy lately, uh, getting a lot of uh, new projects coming through the office and a lot of work for me to do. Um, still programming a lot of uh, PHP and starting to put some Java stuff in there. So I've been learning 
that on the fly. So uh, the PHP is not bad. I mean, I've taken some classes in that, but the PHP I'm programming with today is way advanced than where I used to be programming just PHP web pages to hook to like a basic database back end. So, but I'm uh, doing a lot of that and I'm still doing a lot of the VBA programming, the visual basic for applications. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but Anyway, so let's start talking first of all about networking. And what I want to bring up about networking that I put in my notes here is it's very interesting to me that networking overall, you know, used to be just a business thing. Used to be just in your office. You'd go in, you'd have a little network, and, you know, you would be able to uh, do things with that network in the office, like hook computers together, put servers in, uh, you know, and you'd have a couple switches in, you know, in your office or whole switching racks. But now it's interesting to me is that is coming into the homes nowadays. I mean, it basically started out with, uh, you know, getting wireless from your Internet provider and the wireless would be a little wireless router, route, you know, a, a wireless hub um, where it would be like four ports in the back. Nobody really used those. Everybody just put them in and all of your wireless devices connect to that. So that's something to really dig into. Um but today, I just purchased here, uh, if you want to look at this. Now, it's not a managed switch. I didn't need a managed switch for home. But this is a, uh, what is this? Let me see here. An eighth port. So I just purchased this little thing here. Eight port, one gigabyte uh, networking switch. Now, it is, it's an unmanaged switch. So, you know, I like to have a managed switch because... I like to do that stuff, uh, you know, put VLANs in and do different cool stuff. But but this will get me by. So I purchased this because right now I think I have a um, I have a 100 meg switch in the basement of my house. Upstairs, I have uh, my wireless router that I purchased. I don't really use the wireless routers that come from like Verizon or Comcast. Or what I do is come out of the uh, fiber optic basically router they put in fiber optic little switch they put in and i come out of there and i come into my own router and the reason i do that is one i, I want to have control of my router uh, to the very port where i could upgrade the firmware if i need to two i bought this router when my kids were younger because i could shut their devices off at a certain time at night and they wouldn't have any internet and i think that's very important and Three, just because it's mine, I don't have to lease one. So if anything happens, is if it breaks, I'll just simply go out, you know, and I will purchase a new one, something to replace it with. So um, it's to me, it's important to have your own uh, wireless router. Don't use the one that comes with the, you know, with Verizon. And and I don't believe they're as powerful as these uh, routers you can buy nowadays. And don't cheap out on a router. Buy buy a decent one. That's another thing you want to think about is to buy a good one. Uh, you know, something's going to last, something's going to hold up. This one we've had for, wow, several. My daughter's 24 now, and I think I bought this thing when she was maybe 14. So that's, what, 10 years already? So, uh, and it's still clicking along. It's still working fine, uh, you know, and all I do is upgrade the firmware and take care of it. Uh, the switch downstairs I've had for several years, that's why I want to upgrade it. Because now what we're finding in homes is your home, everything is connected somehow. We bought a washer and dryer that has networking connections. No, 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 no. We didn't connect those up to anything. But we do have those. And the idea behind it is, because I asked, I said, why do they have network connections? Because the washer, when you put clothes in it, will tell the dryer how much weight's coming. 
and the dryer will know how long that it has to run for that load to close and it will set itself up when the washer's done you open the door it's already set to go you just hit the go button and you're good to go uh, it can also tell you like with an app you know it can tell you when it's running when it's done when it's on the cycle spin cycle whatever uh, but we didn't hook those up uh, we're a little bit old school for that but what i have found in the house is we're running more and more media a lot of media in our house and all this media relies on a pretty solid network i do not like wireless everywhere uh, i even told my boss at work i said look he said well there's wireless everywhere jack why do we have to run new cables i said because wired is better than wireless uh, it, it always is even though this is a one gig connection and most network cables you're going to find are one gig connection going to your network card um, i just to me i guess i'm old school but i just feel it's a better connection and it proves at work when we're opening big, big files. We have big, 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 huge Excel files our people work on. And if you're on wireless, it takes a while for those things to open. But if you're wired, boom, it opens right up. So it proves my point. So I did buy this Netgear. It is going downstairs. Something else I recently bought. We have, I said, a fiber optics. I guess it's a switch in the basement. that You can bring a phone out of it. We have a home phone we don't use, obviously. It's not connected. Um, we have a what else do we have down there um, we have your network connection right so there's a network connection coming out of that um, and that's basically the two connections coming out of that little router type switch there's fiber optics coming from our local cable company directly into that thing so I have a straight fiber link to them and then I come out of there with cat 6 so once I come out of there I run up and I come up into the studio to my router my wireless um, wired router and I plug it in there and that's how I get uh, the wireless through the house and the wired connections but I wanted to put this downstairs to make everything a little speedier but what I wanted to tell you about was just the other day what happens is you get those sudden windstorms you get that sudden power outage poof 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 well the old Comcast cable days, when you had the hardwired cable coming in your house, screwed in the back of the TV, it didn't really affect it. But now what happens is that wireless router or that wireless switch downstairs, the fiber switch, will, will shut off. Naturally, if the electric pops, it'll, it'll shut it off. Now, it reboots immediately when the electric comes back up. But you have to wait usually at least 10 minutes for the TV to come back on. It's just the way it works, folks. I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't program it. That's the way it works. So the other day I went out and I bought myself an APC battery backup, uh, or UPC, I'm sorry, uh, battery backup, just a small one. And the thought, the process, the thought process there is, uh, I told my wife, now we just leave that plugged in, and now if there's a power outage, a short power outage, I don't have to worry about it. the battery will keep everything running smoothly down there. And I am going to be plugging this new switch in down there also and rerouting some cables. Get that put together. I probably won't do a video on it because our basement is, well, probably like your basement. Maybe it's a little messy. So I probably won't do a video on that. But um, anyway, that's what's going on right now. And that's why I want to talk a little bit about networking in the homes because I think as technologists, and if you're doing more work on the side and you're doing more work on your own, you will find uh, over time that more and more people are building these elaborate networks in their house. So you have to know how to support that. I once had a client that called me up that said, look, Jack, I have 
uh, VoIP phones, you know, uh, or, well, he doesn't say that. He said, I have network phones at my office, and I like to take one of the phones home and network at home. Can we do that? And I said, absolutely. So I had to run drops uh, at different places in his house to put that network phone in. Basically, it was in his uh, home office, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, so that worked out pretty well for me, and uh, you know, it works out for him. Now he can receive calls there, and everything works out pretty well. Uh, it probably brings me to another short little story is at work. Um, I told you about the uh, upcoming move uh, that we're planning, and that's going to bring some changes for my life. And the one thing is, at work right now, we have a copper phone system. It's a very old system. It's been there for decades. Uh, our office has been at its present location for 26 years. But now it's getting ready to move. And with this move, I said, look, we don't need to move that old copper system. To me, that's a waste of money. With how much IP-based phones are, uh, we're going to look at uh, going with an IP-based phone. <clears throat> we contacted some vendors out there, some companies, and we're going to be making that move to IP phones. What's cool about these phones is on my cell phone, there will be an app on the cell phone. And I can forward my calls right to that app. I can pick up the call. When I get to work, I can hit switch. I can grab my desk phone and start talking. We can also, with a microphone like this, I can talk to them on the computer. So I can be talking to people on the computer and um, and doing my work, and it would be like a big big speaker phone. So I'm pretty excited about moving that, that part of it. I think that's going to be really, really cool. Um, the second part of the move that's going to be a big change for my life is I've been talking a lot with my boss about it. And the drive is pretty far. I mean, and you know, I just started working there not long ago. And he goes, well, Jack, I don't want to lose you. And that made me feel really good. And, and oh, that's great. I guess I'm doing a good job. So he said, how much work can you do from home? So I actually uh, tested it out today and I worked from home. And what I found was I had uh, some, of our, um, some of our staff members at the office call me. And, I mean, we have VPNs in the office, like I'm sure you do. So I was VPNed into the office. So it's just like I'm sitting at my desk anyway. The only thing is I can't see the person. Well, I guess I could because we use Teams. We have Skype on there. We, I could see them if I want to see them. We can, But we chat back and forth. And they said, hey, I need you to log on my computer and load some software. Can you do that? And I'm like, sure. So I uh, fired up my VPN, and I, I opened their computer up. I said, I'm on your desktop right now. They see me moving the mouse around, and I and I did my thing, and uh, you know it was up and running in no time. So, so it, it proves a point. I think is the big point here is, and I told my boss, most people in our office really don't have to be there uh, to do their jobs. With the VPN we put in, uh, it's a, it's a solid VPN. I really like it a lot. I'm not going to go too much about the model and everything of it, but I can tell you that's a solid VPN. It works very very well. And, I mean, I can remote in from anywhere. And I told you, most of our people, as long as they get to the server files, which you can, uh, you can get, you know, when I take my laptop, I have a Windows laptop. I'm recording this show, obviously. Well, you may not know, but I record this show on a Mac. But I have my Windows laptop, my uh, handy-dandy Dell work computer here. And I can VPN in on my Mac and, and remote into all my servers. So, I could do everything. Matter of fact, I upgraded a computer today to uh, 1909. Uh, yep, yep, I'm taking the plunge. I'm going to 1909. And I upgraded that computer today, and I did it, you know, sitting at my kitchen table with my laptop. So, so yeah, remote workers are a big thing. Uh, we have to get out of the old way of thinking. And if you're watching this and you are a CEO, 
um, you know, I'll be happy to come in and talk to you and your staff and maybe bring some enlightenment to your staff and you about having mobile workers. Um, it can actually be beneficial, but you have to get out of the old way of thinking. Now, let me tell you about the old way of thinking. I think it was a few years ago, you may remember this, um, Hewlett Packard actually had uh, a CEO and probably, tw well, maybe 50% of their workforce worked from home. And it worked out very, very well for those people. Now, these are these could be high-level programmers. These can be all kind of people working from home, doing their thing. And, uh, and they got their work done. The one thing I like working from home is I don't really have a start time and an end time of my day. That could be good and bad. Uh, this morning I woke up and I normally go to work and I start at my desk at 7.30 in the morning. More like quarter after, but you know how that goes. So normally in the morning I start at my desk at, say, 7.30. Well, what happened was this morning I actually woke up. I got a cup of coffee. My wife was in the shower. And I sat at the kitchen table at 5 o'clock, 5 a.m. and started my day. I started working. I think when you work from home, you're one, you're more relaxed. Two, there's a lot less distractions, especially if, if your family goes to school or, or your kids go to school, your wife goes to work, or maybe your husband goes to work, and maybe you're female, you're working from home, which is absolutely great. But it allows you to sit and really concentrate. I was programming today. I had no outside distractions. Um, email, but email is either here or there. Um, I did have the one remote session I had to work on, like I said, to install software. You know, they uh, caught me on Teams, and I said, yeah, I can pop right on. Not a problem uh, to do that, so to take care of that. But anyway, so Hewlett-Packard had 50% of their workforce working from home. So they get a new CEO, right? Well, the CEO they got in, and I'll say it, was very old-schooled. Um, and I told my boss that. My boss is a little bit younger than me, and I said, look, don't be old-schooled. Old-school way of thinking when you run a company is, if I don't see you, you must not be working. Now, him offering for me to work from home, that was, that was a big shock to me uh, to be able to do that. But he knows when I'm in my office, he's walked in hundreds of times, and I'm not sitting in there playing video games. I'm not sitting in there watching YouTube videos. I'm in there doing work for the company. That's what he pays me to do. So <laughs> it works out very, very well. So the Hewlett Packard folks got a new CEO that wanted to see everybody, some female, and she uh, said, there's no more working from home. That's over. So what happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. They lost 25% of their talent. 25% of that 50% of people that worked outside of the company, outside the headquarters, quit. They, they left their job because they were used to working from home. Folks, if I can wake up in the morning and don't have to, like today it snowed. There's about a foot of snow out there. Well, maybe not a foot, maybe half half a foot. But the roads are icy and slippery. And if I can come upstairs in my home office in a pair of pajamas, open my computer up and start working for the day. I would suggest put on a nice shirt in case somebody Skypes you. I think that's very important. But um, it, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't do that? I think that's a win-win that's a situation. Um, and don't get me wrong. I love going to the office. I love hanging with people. But I do find myself socializing at times. Uh, people coming in my office talk about hunting or fishing or uh, standing around a coffee maker, you know, talking about last night's dinner. So that's a that's a plus that's a plus i was recently watching a singer and he said sometimes and, and he says dad would say something like this with his hands he says sometimes a curse could be a blessing and sometimes a blessing can be a curse and he put his hand over here so so that's the same thing here it, it could be a blessing 
uh, to go to work. It could be a curse to go to work. could be a blessing to stay home, but you're not as much socializing at home, so you could be losing at home. So <laughs> you get the drift, but uh, you just got to work those out. Some people aren't motivated to work from home. Me, I sit up here. There's nobody here. I, you know, I put on my uh, Amazon Music and just like I would in my office, and, and I usually a lot of times at the office I have the door shut anyway uh, because we have a call center right outside my door, and it, it just kind of muffles them down a little bit, and I just play my music and do my work. So it's the same as sitting here except nobody comes in to say hi. Uh, maybe the cat every now and then. So Anyway, it doesn't look like we're going to get much into <laughs> I babbled a lot tonight, I guess, and I think that's what I'm going to try to do with these shows is more of just kind of talking about the day and how the days go, how the work day goes, how the work week goes. Um, I did have in my notes here talking a little bit about uh, security policies and some of the settings I use. But looking at the time, I've went already about 24 minutes. Um, by the time I close this show up, I think we're going to let that kind of rock and roll for next week. Um, I can tell you, though, at the office, I've been working with the Excel, the VBA macros, and uh, it's went extremely well extremely well and i think i'm going to try to do some videos on that and we'll see how that works out but um there's a lot of good videos on youtube i mean i don't need to contribute anything to that i mean you'll get my take on it but i've actually learned a lot from watching people on youtube and they are amazing instructors on there there's one guy i think that's all his channel is is excel and and he is unbelievable uh his talents and uh, taught me a lot so but yeah it's going well so we took well, I took, I can't say we, I took personally uh, a, a process that would take, you know, uh, like four hours uh, to, to take a spreadsheet and build it the way we got to build it and put all this code in. We got to and, and put these different formulas in. And, and I took that down to a, a push button where you push a button and it you can literally watch it in front of your face. It does it all in, in just like a minute or, or 30 seconds. So. And some people say, be careful, Jack, because you work yourself right out of a job. But if I'm not efficient at my job, I don't want to work there anyway. Uh, that's the truth. I mean, I want to make it easier on me and my day because it lowers your stress level. And uh, you don't have to come home and drink too many shots or too many beers, so for that matter. Hey, folks, but I hope that the uh, the new... Um, focus right uh, device sounds okay. The waveform looks pretty good. Uh, I can see on Audacity here that it's recording. It looks pretty good. Um, I'll know better when I listen to this podcast in my car. Uh, yes, I do listen to it, or at least scrub through it anyway to see what the audio is doing to get the feel for the audio. But um, And also on the YouTube video, I'll take a look at that uh, after I'm done recording this and see how that turned out. But um, and it's time me right now to download some software. So I'm going to have to go look at the software. Maybe it'll do something else. I don't know if it boosts games or what it does, but I'm going to look for that too and see, see how that works. So with that said, I do appreciate everybody coming around each week. Um, you know, my download numbers, I told you before, I'm with this like Blueberry or Blueberry or Booberry. I don't know what the heck it is, but it's supposed to be like a podcasting type of um, uh, uh, stats uh, website. Uh, they always get my stats wrong. Uh, they they never my shows never post there correctly. Even though I put the header information in the show, like he told me to do, and uh, the numbers are just so far wonky and so far off that I don't even trust them anymore. So to be honest with you, I watch the YouTube numbers because I can see them, how many views I get. Um, you know, it would be nice if some of you folks out there would comment and say hi, Jack, once in a while. 
and let me know that you know there's living, breathing people watching this. I know there's a lot of people laying in the cemetery trying. To, no, that's not true. Well, it could be true. I could go and put a a player up there, and they can listen to me. But but yeah, am I doing this for me, or am I doing this for some folks out there? Hopefully, I'm doing it for some of you, and some of you have contacted me, and I do appreciate that. Thank you very much. Folks, it is Christmas time. Uh, it's that time of year when you are buying everything from Amazon. I know my wife is, and you're buying a lot, crazy stuff from Amazon. So if you could, put the stuff in your shopping cart, You know, close out that tab, open up jackstechcorner.com, click on my Amazon link, then go out and click on your shopping cart and make your purchase. That way everything's in your cart, and what happens is, is a couple dollars comes back to the show, and it does help out. A lot of you out there have been helping. I've seen a great uh, increase. No, I'm not becoming a millionaire off of Amazon. Trust me. But it does help to buy stuff like the little focus right box that I just picked up. Um, hopefully that's going to work out for me the way you know I plan it to. It looks like I said it looks good so far. Um, we will see uh, how it works out there. Uh, it's funny how far the audio gain has to be up for this microphone, but it's working, so I'm pretty happy with that. But um, yeah, so use that link, uh, or you can also visit tipsfromtheserverroom.com. There's also an Amazon link there. They both link back to the same account, so either or is uh, great and fine by me, and I very much appreciate it. So, folks, thank you very much for listening, downloading, or watching Tips from the Server Room. This is episode number 152, and it is going to be on YouTube. I will uh, compress that video down as soon as I'm done recording and get that up at 42 Technoman so you can uh, watch me talk. I didn't do much else tonight on the show, and I'm sorry. I like to do some demos or something else and we'll talk more about that but or let me know if you think this is a new a great new way for the show um you know just to sit and talk with you guys about the week about how work is going so and uh, hopefully we'll have more to talk to you next week about so take care everybody thanks for watching and i will talk to you next week at tips from the server room bye bye for now everybody You just listened to Tips from the Server Room with your host, Jack. If you have any questions, please drop me a comment at tipsfromtheserverroom.com. Thanks again for tuning in and downloading the shows. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the remainder of the music. We'll see you next week on Tips from the Server Room. So long. <laughs>